Hello, sisters and brothers, and welcome to the Solidarity Center podcast, an interview show that highlights and celebrates the individuals working for labor rights, the freedom to form unions, and democracy across the globe. I'm your host, Shauna Bader-Blau. I'm also the executive director of the Solidarity Center in Washington, D.C. We're the largest U.S.-based international worker rights organization. We empower workers to raise their voice for dignity on the job, for justice in their communities, and for greater equality in the global economy, and for one just future. Today, we welcome back George Sandel, a labor lawyer and the legal director for Labor Initiatives, an NGO partner of the Solidarity Center and the labor movement in Ukraine that provides direct assistance to workers, like helping them get unpaid wages. Labor Initiatives works closely with unions and other NGOs, analyzes labor laws, and advocates for worker rights at the national level. George joined us last in 2020 to talk about app-based delivery drivers' dynamic campaign to improve their wages and get basic protections, like paid sick leave and compensation for injury on the job. Of course, a lot has happened in Ukraine since then. And the world has witnessed how much Ukrainians are suffering from Russia's indiscriminate violence and brutality, waging war on this new democracy. But attacks on democracy don't just happen from the outside. George describes how the Ukrainian parliament is using this current moment of martial law, chaos, and disaster to push through harsh legislation aimed at gutting unions and limiting workers' rights to decent jobs. It's astounding and a literal reversal of the government's attitude towards labor and the gains George and his colleagues had made just two years ago. Unions in Ukraine have literally invested everything to support their country. Union offices and labor halls have become shelters and refugee support centers. Their resources are now going into providing as much support as possible for their jobless members and their families as the economy collapses all around them. And in some cases, unions have even donated all their money, all their money, and return for their heroism, sacrifice, and commitment to country, big business and their allies in parliament want to slash workers' collective rights to bargain for better wages. With democracy under attack around the world, we see more and more governments and employers restricting the rights of workers and their ability to form unions, to get a voice on the job. And so maybe it shouldn't come as a shock that powerful forces are doing this now in Ukraine. But this is not the Ukraine workers are fighting for. And as George will explain, this harmful legislation could ruin recovery efforts in Ukraine for generations once this terrible, senseless war is over. I'm uh, George Sandel, uh, uh, legal director of Labor Initiatives uh, NGO, uh, Solidarity Center partner in Ukraine. So, with the situation in Ukraine, uh, the full-scale war uh, that started in February drastically changed uh, all our lives, uh, as well it's changed uh, the labor sphere in Ukraine. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, instead of having uh, some greater protection of labor rights, uh, 
uh, greater protection of the people who are baking bread, uh, washing dishes or cleaning the streets. Uh, since the march, we uh, faced uh, the very regressive labor reform in Ukraine. In March, there were passed uh, a law that allows to uh, suspend uh, individual labor agreements uh, as well as the collective labor agreements. It already caused a lot of problem in the critical infrastructure and other enterprises. Uh, and it was uh, used by many unfair businesses as a retaliation for the labor activists. Uh, and recently, uh, Ukrainian parliament unfortunately passed a few laws uh, that will drastically narrow uh, labor rights in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, instead of uh, making this protection uh, greater uh, because like home front is uh, now uh, as, as well as a front line is so important uh, to produce goods, uh, to protect people's lives, uh, we face the different situation. Uh, one of the law drafts uh, that already was signed and become a law, it excludes uh, the military persons who are cons conscripted to the army of their average wage. Uh, previously, uh, by the current labor code, uh, people who serve uh, to the military, uh, they should receive their average wage on their civil position. Uh, by this law, it was cancelled. It already uh, caused an outrage uh, throughout the military community, throughout the labor experts, and so on. And it may lead to very unpredictable consequences. Uh, other law that was uh, promoted uh, before the war, like in 2021, uh, it basically ex excludes uh, all the people who are working uh, on the small and medium enterprises. In Ukraine, it's very big threshold. It's uh, 250 person from the general uh, labor legislation and uh, it uh, phrases that uh, individual labor contract is the main basis of regulation of labor relationships on such enterprises. Uh, it doesn't cancel at all freedom of association or collective bargaining, but in fact it neglects uh, the collective measures of uh, labor protections. Other law that already passed the parliament uh, introduced the zero-hour contracts. We saw that in numerous uh, countries, uh, zero-hour contracts uh, caused a lot of problems for workers, for their uh, well-being uh, as employees, but also for their mental health because you don't know when you will have work. Uh, when you should work and you know like uh, uh, considering a constant uh, air sirens uh, everybody in this country already have post-traumatic syndrome and they will have also uh, the post-traumatic syndrome of their uh, this uh, zero hour contracts so the main discourse of this reform uh, it was uh, to promote something uh, that cannot be passed uh, before the war because now unions are restricted by their uh, rights to strike, right to peaceful assembly. It's, of course, uh, logical under the martial law. Uh, 
but uh, unfortunately, some lobbyist groups promoting such laws uh, that contradicts uh, European integration um, intention of Ukraine, but also the economic uh, well-being uh, of Ukraine in general. Uh, so the discourse of reform uh, was well uh, described by uh, one of my union friends. They said that uh, while we are protecting our country, they put a knife in our back. Uh, so it was very cowardly and uh, it was, uh, a, uh, as one of the lobbyists of the reform said, it was the window of opportunity while unions cannot uh, uh, oppose this reform because only instrument we have now, uh, it's media instrument like we're now recording this podcast, it, it will be also our uh, media instrument uh, to somehow influence uh, these processes. But uh, at the end of the day, if uh, all those laws uh, will be in act, uh, we will have situation when uh, people should uh, individually uh, uh, negotiate about rights that are uh, prescribed by all those uh, international documents uh, Ukraine uh, already ratified, uh, and it will undermine uh, the very un- uh, the very existence of employers uh, employees' rights in Ukraine. Uh, and also, we have giant problem with uh, migration in Ukraine because uh, many millions of people leave Ukraine. And what will be the motivation of people uh, to work on this, uh, for example, small and medium enterprises here if they will be not protected, if they will uh, have uh, basically at-will employment? If they ha- will have zero-hour contracts, if they uh, may put uh, in the individual labor contract that you will work 80 hours per week, uh, there will be no motivation to rebuild Ukraine. There will be no workforce here. So, uh, basic protection for labor rights, it's the basics for rebuilding uh, of Ukraine after the victory. We will, uh, we are uh, hoping it will came very soon. But what we should do now as unions, as labor movement uh, in general, it's just uh, raising awareness, it's media campaigns, and nobody uh, restrict us of the collective bargaining. Uh, and we already saw good examples when we can bargain something with, with the big uh, corporations and so on. Uh, the very uh, crucial point here is to have this organization that we uh, try to promote, like that Solidarity Center promoted before the war, because only hope for you is to join uh, the big unions, the active unions, Uh, that may uh, defend your rights. And even uh, under the circumstances, uh, if uh, unfortunately such uh, laws uh, will uh, be in force, you also have these instruments of uh, collective uh, protection of your rights. And uh, that uh, what we're focusing now, because even in the worst case scenarios uh, with uh, those low drafts, 
we're already not afraid of them because Union movement not afraid of the missiles, of the everyday shellings uh, of the Ukrainian peaceful cities. And we will derive some uh, creative new strategies. But unfortunately, this discourse of the labor reform, uh, it continues uh, and it promotes by some uh, groups in parliament, uh, some business groups and so on. But we will overcome it uh, like this uh, awful war. Uh, and uh, I, I hope that uh, after the war, uh, those uh, re regulations uh, that uh, were imposed and uh, they are um, intended to be enforced uh, just under the martial law, they, uh, they, they will vanish. But unfortunately, they, they, there are... Uh, suspicious that uh, these unfair businesses will put it after the war. But, uh, you know, like uh, Ukrainian society, uh, it proved its ability to self-organize this giant voluntary movement, uh, which uh, labor initiatives is proud to be a part of. Uh, they proved we may organize and uh, it's the uh, cornerstone to oppose any anti-labor reform and promote something good for workers and it will be good for uh, economy in general and for the rebuilding of Ukraine. George's call to action is something that everyone around the world can understand a call for workers to join together through their unions and to stand up to these kinds of attacks on their rights to safe jobs, decent wages, and fair work contracts. Because worker rights are essential for any free and fair society. That is what democracy truly looks like. We have links to resources that support the Ukrainian labor movement and to George's first appearance on this podcast in the show notes. You can follow and subscribe to the Solidarity Center podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your shows. Learn more about the Solidarity Center at SolidarityCenter.org and follow our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Solidarity Center podcast is a member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, and our show is produced and engineered by Adam Yaffe. A special thanks to the staff of the Solidarity Center who assisted with this podcast. In more than 60 countries around the world, we work to ensure a righteous future for workers, dignity, freedom, equality, and justice. For the Solidarity Center podcast, I'm Shauna Bader-Blau. Thanks for listening.